You are now tuned into the TH Talks podcast, the medium for personal growth and self-development as we are on the path to become a greater version of ourselves. I will be your host, TH. What is good, everybody? We are back again with another episode of the TH Talks podcast doing this back-to-back weeks. I promised y'all I'd get another episode out before the New Year's. And I try to be a man of my word. So here we are right now. And you know how we start off the show. We give thanks to the people. I know there was a period of time, or I should say an extended period of time between uh, the previous episode and the one I just launched. Still had a lot of great feedback um, for the episode that I had that was dealing with the winter blues or how to overcome the winter blues, I should say. Um, You can find that on the previous episode. That's episode 22. So if you haven't listened to that, please give it a listen uh, afterwards, after this one. But yeah, I really appreciate the people reaching out to me and saying how much they enjoyed that. So it definitely gets me going. It, It excites me. It puts a little bit more. It's a lot easier to be motivated. Um, Sometimes it's good to have that extra push or that extra motivation for this personal project, this personal passion project of mine, I should say, in creating this podcast. So once again, we thank all the listeners, all the fans out there, everybody who consumes this content. I really do appreciate it. If you have any questions or if you have any, um, if you have any ideas on what you want the next podcast to be about, please reach out to me. Please reach out to me. You can actually, I'll actually, uh, I'll link my email in the uh, the show notes, but reach out at travishutchinstalks at gmail.com. That's my official business email. So once again, that's travishutchinstalks at gmail.com. So if you have any uh, ideas on what the next episode should be about, just reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Also, love for Jadida. Thank you so much for providing the intro and the outro music. He's a wonderful human being and extremely talented. You can find him on Spotify at Jaded Eye. That is two separate words. You can also find him on Instagram at Jaded Eye Beats. And I believe he's still on TikTok as well at Jaded Eye underscore. So please check him out. Really, really great musician and an even better human being if you can believe that. So we always give our praise to Jaded Eye. Bless his soul. Bless his soul. But yes, like I said, we are back again, back to back weeks. I actually had the pleasure of my sister telling me that one of one of the listeners of the podcast had had an idea. One of my sister's coworkers communicated that they wanted me to do an episode about dealing with burnout. And first of all, that really made me happy that people a listen to the podcast, but also give me ideas about what topics they want me to do um, episodes about. So. It's really great to hear that feedback from the audience. And I take that feedback very seriously. And the people want an episode about how to deal with burnout, then I will put my mind to work, put my soul to work to make sure we can make this a reality, which is what we are doing right now. And I think it's a great time for it. Right now, it's towards the end of the work year. I think a lot of us, a lot of us um, have been feeling a little bit maybe stressed lately, maybe even a little bit of burned out from work. And in this kind of period, this lull, the, um, in a lot of industries, in a lot of spaces, the uh, last week of December seems to be pretty slower. 
I know I took the, this whole week off to just kind of disconnect from work and really uh, relax. And a lot of people do the same. And it kind of makes us reflect upon the work year in general and essentially reevaluating our, our mental health, our emotional well-being. And unfortunately, sometimes we, uh, we deal with burnout. You know, we deal with burnout. It's actually a lot more common uh, than you think. I think I read somewhere studies have found, studies have found that 25% to like 50% of people um, feel burned out at work at one point in their careers. So it's definitely something that's uh, pretty common, pretty common. But let's actually rewind it back a little bit. So as we know, the topic of today's episode is burnout. But first, what is burnout? Well, I think a lot of us have already experienced it, so we know how it feels. But just to give a a definition to it, it's the prolonged state of mental stress that really severely fatigues your uh, mental, emotional, and and physical well-being. And this is a little different um, than stress. We'll go over the differences a little bit later. But burnout's really that that next level, like the end of the line. We are just completely exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally from everything. Um, a lot of times it's work-related, but it can be you can have burnout in really any area of your life, you know, whether it be social, um, from your family, from your creative hobbies. Typically it does um stem from work though just because we spend so much of our time working but even school too if you're a student um, and then balancing everything a lot of people can feel burnout and it can come from many different places many different places and it, it affects us both it affects both the mind and the body too right when you feel this state of burnout it's kind of you feel almost like you've lost the motivation to do anything else right and you'll see your productivity decrease. It might manifest in anxiety or, or, or depression. And you'll definitely feel like you almost don't care anymore because you're at the end of the road. You just have exerted all of your energy and you have nothing left to give. And you're like in this state of, I don't care. And that feeling is something that I have definitely felt before. And it's not a great feeling at all. It's not a great feeling at all because I, I, I want to wake up feeling you know good about the day. I want to wake up feeling motivated about what I have to do in front of me and really uh, content about the life that I'm living. I don't want to feel like I have no energy to do or I'm completely burnt out. I'm sure many others feel the same as well. But it can also affect us uh, physically too. Like you, The mind and the body is connected. So you might feel like you're getting headaches more often. You might have a lot of trouble sleeping. You might have a lack of energy. So it can really creep into all aspects um, of your life. And it can be extremely, extremely difficult to, to deal with it. Oftentimes, we might ignore the precursors to burnout. And then we only really realize it when we've been super stressed for many months. And then where it's almost, I wouldn't say too late, but it's to the point where it's definitely taking an impact within our life in a very negative way. So it can be very tricky, you know, it kind of comes up on you. You're kind of going through the motions. Each day you have a little less energy. Each day you have a little less mental capacity to do with certain things. You feel like your productivity is uh, decreasing. You feel like you're slipping and then boom, burnout. So we'll kind of talk about um, tips to help burnout as well. But just as a, a personal story too, this is something that I've experienced 
a few times in my life, but definitely during graduate school is the one that's most prominent in my mind. Now, I was pretty young here as about 20, I think I was 23 years old, even though that's probably, I was not old for graduate school. I, I went to graduate school yeah, right after college. So I just, I, I just stayed at the University of Maine to get my master's degree. But the first year of graduate school, um, it was kind of roller coaster to get in. But I did get in, which I was very thankful for. But I was actually, because it was my fifth year, I still had eligibility left for track and field. So I stayed on the track team and I was, I was appointed captain, which I was really, really excited about. But also to help pay for graduate school, I was able to get a graduate assistantship, which essentially is you're working for 20, 25 hours a week and they pay for your graduate school. It's really, really nice. It's a great way not to accrue debt from graduate school, but you have to work from it. And on top of that, obviously, I was taking classes as well. So I really had three aspects. I had work, I had athletics with track and field, and I had school in my studies. So those three aspects, on paper, I thought I could, yeah, on paper, I felt pretty confident about that, you know? I felt like, okay, this is what I'll do with my time. Um, is it'll all work out. I'll just have to be really organized and take care of myself and I'll be good. But as I believe it was Mike Tyson said this, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And I felt like that first fall semester, I got punched in the mouth. Um, I, I did do very well at work, but it was learning something completely new and completely different. I was often putting over that 20 hours a week uh, for working. And I know 20 hours doesn't sound like a lot right now, but when, you, when you're in graduate school full-time and you're also in uh, athletics at D1 College, uh, that 20 hours is a lot. So I felt like I was doing pretty good in work, but damn, my studies and my um, academic life was, was taking a hit. I actually had to withdraw from a class. I still remember that. I felt bad. I had to look the teacher in the eye and be like, yo, man, I got to... This ain't working out. Like, I failed you. I'm going to have to withdraw and try this again next year. And I'll never forget how disappointed he was, not in me, but in himself. Like, he failed as a professor. And um, I felt extremely bad about that. You could tell how good of a professor this person was just because how much pride he took in uh, his students' uh, success. But, and aside from that, in track and field, I was not doing very well either. As a captain, I was not fulfilling my duties. Definitely took a, I just wasn't there. My presence wasn't, wasn't felt. You know, because I was too busy working or in my studies. And the coach even, like, pulled me aside and, and told me to, you know, do better, essentially, right? He had a, a man-to-man talk with me eye-to-eye. He says, you have to do better if you want to be on this team. So I took that to heart. And ultimately, um, I did a lot of soul searching. I reached out to people. But I made the hard decision of uh, stepping away from the position I had, even though if it meant taking on more debt. But the next semester after I didn't have to work, I felt so much better. And that was such an important lesson to me to really get my priorities straight. I knew that I was there for academics, so I had to continue doing it, obviously. I want my master's degree. I also knew that this was my last year in track and field. So I want to pursue that as well and just enjoy everything that athletics has to offer to me. Um, because it was extremely important to me. I knew that I wouldn't really have this experience again in my life. So ultimately, what I decided to uh, part from was was a graduate assistantship. And even though I accrued a lot of debt, I remember the feeling mentally going from one semester to the other semester um, when I didn't have that graduate assistantship was day and night. I felt liberated and I felt so much better. And that proved an important lesson to me 
about how to deal with burnout, at least for myself, and be very protective about where I'm um, putting my energy and my time into and being realistic about what I can do and what I can succeed in. But but yeah, I think that that's that's lessons. That's one of the life lessons that I've learned that um, I continue to use um, that learning in my everyday life. And a lot of people, you know, deal with burnout. Like I was saying in today's culture, um, that it's just, especially maybe in America, we have this like hustle culture fetish. Um, it's always going to the next big thing. I remember even moving to Boston um, in my mid twenties and people were always just going so fast and walking so fast. And it was a, it was a big difference from Maine. And it always felt like where they were going was more important than where they were. That constant chase for the next big thing. And especially in the city, you can feel the energy of it is constantly moving and people are growing and people are doing different things. And I thought to myself, wow, like the energy is nice, but this can definitely lead to a burnout if, if people aren't careful. And I know I actually said this earlier. This is a, probably a good place to bring this up. Early in the podcast, I said I was going to talk about the difference between burnout and stress. And this is important to note that they are different. Prolonged periods of stress can lead to burnout. But stress can also be good. It's a form of adversity that we can overcome. It can teach us where our limits are. It can teach us how to overcome things. It can teach us to get to that next level almost as a test, almost as a way to a challenge that we can overcome and become stronger, better, and be able to take on life's challenges. You know, so stress can be good, but that prolonged period of it, when you feel like you don't have any motivation anymore, you feel like you can't do it anymore, you've been stressed for months on end, that's not good for you, both in an emotional state and also a physical state as well. Like your body will tell you that, hey, you have to change something, right? It might be through headaches, it might be through lack of sleep. Um, people even might even have, um, like I've seen people that are so stressed, they, they, they just break out and like in shingles. And, and that was probably because they were burnt out in one way or another. So it can have profound effects on not only the mind, but also the body. So now that we've kind of discussed, you know, what burnout is, and I've told you the story about graduate school for myself and how it's prevalent in today's culture, what can we actually do to help uh, prevent burnout or to deal with burnout? And luckily for us, there's several ways that we can either manage burnout or eliminate it. I'm not going to say eliminate completely because it's going to depend upon you know, your own circumstances, what you're doing, what you can do, your own mindset. There's a lot of different variables involved in this. But I definitely have the confidence to say that we can decrease the amount of burnout that you are experiencing from some of these tips. So the first one is setting boundaries. And this is something that um, I had difficulty with at first, and I definitely learned through my uh graduate school experience in that first semester that I talked about, that setting boundaries um, is extremely important, especially in, in the work setting. I know some people have jobs where they have to work more than 40 hours a week and it's 60, 70 hours, but say wherever the, the burnout is coming from, and it might be from several different areas or variables, but let's say it's work, right? Because most people, that's where it stems from the root of it. Setting boundaries at work um, is extremely important, especially to your manager and especially to your coworkers as well. 
I feel that a lot of people like to take on more than what the job description says. And sometimes you will have to do that just because they're generous souls and they really want to help people out. But I think setting those boundaries so you're not doing other people's work is extremely helpful because if you, you're only getting paid for your job. So if you have to do somebody else's job, A, A, you're not getting a raise. And then B, it's, it's compiling a lot of emotional stress to you and extra responsibilities that you did not sign up for. So certain boundaries too might be around work hours, right? Um, I know it's hard, but for, at least for me, like I made sure that my job had just 40 hours a week. Some people, I kn- some places you, I know you have to work a little bit more than that, but if you're, try to do it in the beginning of the process when you're interviewing for jobs to make sure it's just 40 hours a week and it's very, very clear that you're working during these hours so you can set those boundaries as well. So also setting boundaries can be in personal life, like your friends or your families too, if you feel like you're um, overextending yourself. So maybe, maybe that's another podcast topic in general, but I think that setting boundaries around what is causing the burnout will definitely help. And only you are going to know what those boundaries are. But one thing I have learned in my life is that if you don't set your own boundaries, other people are going to set your boundaries for you. And oftentimes it's not where you're going to want it to be. It's in their best interest and not yours. So really try to set your own boundaries. That's definitely going to help manage um, that the burnout that you're experiencing. The second tip is self-care. That means taking care. We talked about this a little bit uh, for the winter blues, right, in the last episode. So taking care of your mind, taking care of your, your body, you know, taking care of your soul, whether whether this be like through meditation, through, through the soul, uh, through the mind, just giving yourself that rest, maybe doing something a little bit different, like getting into a creative hobby, like putting together like puzzles or meditation or art or whatever, whatever sets your soul on fire. Just using a different part of your brain that you typically do for work or whatever's causing your burnout will really, really help because it'll create space and you'll feel that, um, you'll feel that kind of worry, that stress, at least dissipate for that moment, what you're doing, the other task that's not work related, taking care of your body, just making sure you're eating good, working out, you know, stretching, relaxing, taking walks, getting the vitamin D from the sun, all those can really, really help. You know, so self-care, whatever that means to you, take time to definitely appreciate yourself. That's going to help you deal with burnout a lot. Also, reaching out to support is, is the next tip, or I should say reaching out for support is the next tip. So this might be in your personal life. It might be um, friends, family. You might have to even reach out to a, a licensed therapist if you're really feeling burnt out or just need some extra help. No shame in that. Licensed therapists can really, really help um, you deal with burnout and really navigate through the mental uh, and emotional process of that. It's super, super impactful, super, super helpful. Um, also, like your friends and your family, like they're good support systems. A lot of times, if you're blessed enough to have a good family and a good set of friends, you'll lean on them. I'm sure that they'll be able to lean on you too. Um, they'll be more than happy to, you would be more than happy to return the favor um, if that time were to come. So your friends and your family are great assets to have. And also, also definitely, if it's, if your burnout's work-related, reach out to your manager too and let them know. 
And there's a way that you can bring this conversation up that um, is not coming from a place of I can't do my job, but more of a place of currently I have too many responsibilities. Currently I have this or I have that and it's causing me a lot of mental distress. And I feel that it's might eat away at my productivity um, because the managers are there to, it's essentially their job to make sure that you're not burnt out, you know? So they should be doing everything in their power to make sure that you are producing, um, but also not mentally exhausted and emotionally exhausted. And don't get it twisted. That is their job. Being a manager, there's a reason why they make more money than you, right? So don't be afraid to lean on them and ask for their expertise, their help, or a way to kind of eliminate your burnout. Like, what can we do? Make it a more collaborative exercise. Um, but, and there's a way you can do it too that doesn't come across as I can't do my job, but mostly like, hey, like I need to get to my next level of productivity, to get the most out of me. I need you to help me eliminate some of these barriers, some of these stressors that I have in my life right now that's from work so I can thrive and have that conversation with them. It might be difficult, but it's definitely worth it. I'm definitely blessed where my manager um, takes burnout very, very seriously and always checks in with us. So I'm very, very appreciative that I have that type of person as my manager. So I definitely recommend reaching out um, to your manager and just having a talk with them about that. The next tip, the next tip, just a few more before we wrap this up. I think that finding meaning in your work too, along with shifting your perspective. But oftentimes we might think of burnout as something that's really bad. And it can be a lot of times. Um, but I think that having a perspective shift to find more meaning in your work can help you get through it, right? You're going to go through seasons in life, seasons of work where it's going to be busy and more stressful than others. So really finding that why, if there's a certain reason or resolve that you're doing your job right now. And maybe you're just money motivated. Maybe it's strictly for the money, but maybe it's also for passion. So find out like what really lights, ignites your soul for your job. Find that meaning and that'll help getting through the days. You know, it might be because you work with kids and you can help them become a better version of themselves. It might be because you help people, I don't know, uh, with their retirement funds so they'll be secure, financially secure in the future. Um, it might be that you coach um, athletes to become the best they can at their craft and also teach them life lessons while doing that. Any way that you can find meaning in your career, definitely hold on to that because that's going to make your why, your resolve, you know, the purpose that much stronger to wake up each day and to deal with some of the stress that, that your work might bring. And also the final tip, finding gratitude. Yes. So gratitude is extremely important. I don't want this to come across as if you just find what you're grateful for, you'll never feel burnt out. No, definitely don't believe that. What I think that gratitude is really good for is it works into that perspective shift where if you can feel what you're grateful for, just even moments in the day, whether it be, you know, your family, your friends, your your hobbies, just find gratitude, your significant other, find gratitude in points of life that will really, really help shift your perspective, shift the way you feel, shift your, your emotional well-being, and can help you get through that burnout. But not solely um, finding gratitude. I don't think that just if you're feeling extremely burnt out and you're just thinking, I'm so grateful for this or so grateful for that, it's not going to necessarily get you out of that hole. But I think that combining all the tips together can definitely get you in a better place. So just to recap, setting those boundaries, whether they're with people, with coworkers, with your manager, make sure those boundaries are tight. You know, 
And if you don't set the boundaries for yourself, other people are going to set them for you. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. You're getting your rest. You're eating. You're working out. You're meditating. You're um, just relaxing your mind. Taking time off if you can. Self-care. Can't, can't recommend it enough. Reach out to support for other people, whether it be your friends, your family, or your manager. Maybe even a therapist if you need it. No shame in asking for help. Finding meaning in work and shifting your perspective. Look at work as something that you bring to this earth um, as a net bonus, right? As a net positive, I should say, that you're here um, doing this work to make the earth a better place in whichever way that you are exploring that purpose, you know? And it also helps you shift your perspective. Last one, like we just talked about, finding gratitude. Be grateful for something, but don't only find gratitude. Practice the other tips as well. Gratitude will help you shift that perspective and also give you that extra boost, that extra energy on days that might be a little bit harder than others. So yeah, those are my, this is a little bit longer episode, but those are some tips to help deal with burnout. Um, it's really, really, uh, I hate using the word almost normal because the reason why I say I hate is because I wish it wasn't normal, but it is a part of culture today. It can be a part of life. So if you're experiencing burnout, I hope that this podcast helped and the, the tips here, you can use them in whichever way that you want to decrease that level of burnout that you're experiencing. And at the end of the day, you know, life is meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be experienced. It's not meant to be exhausted every single day. It's not meant to every day to feel like anxiety. It's not meant for every day to feel so stressed. It feels paralyzing. It's supposed to be enjoyable at the end of it. You might have some stress here and there, but those, that should be an opportunity to overcome and to become a better person. So really try to evaluate your life, where you're putting your time and your energy into, and do your best you can to A, avoid burnout, but if you're already dealing with it, hopefully some of the tips that we went over can help you manage it a little bit better. But yes, like I said again, if you have any other episodes or any other content you want me to go over, please reach out to me at TravisHutchinsTalks at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to... Um, use whatever information that you send me or any topics that you have, any suggestions. I will definitely do a podcast about it. So I think with that note, we're out. Thank you all for listening. With love and with light, TH is out. Thank you.